Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Unabashed Truth Podcast. I am here with my boy, Scalf. How you doing, man? Yo, yo. Better than never, baby. And as usual, our newfound brother from another mother, Mr. Matt. How you doing? What's good, everybody? All right. So just to let you guys know, this episode and all episodes of the Unabashed Truth Podcast are brought to you by our new Unabashed Network that we're getting started and going. Uh, you can find many things there from sports to a gaming channel. We're doing a lot of different things. So look out for it coming up in the next few weeks and months. We're going to go a lot deeper into this and have a little fun. But this podcast is all about uh, social events and just life and truth things. So we're going to stick with that on this one. So, man, how you, how you been doing, Chris? Man, I see and talk to you in about 18 years or something like that. I'm good, man. I mean, I'm, I'd better go another 18. But since we have to do this podcast... I mean, it, it is what it is, but I'm doing good, man. I'm still having hip issues, but, you know, I am 86. I'll be 87 next month. Um, outside of that, man, I'm young in the head, so I'm, I'm doing all right. There you are. What you, Matt? How you been doing, man? I can't complain, man. Just coaching baseball, you know, doing a little bit of work from home. I like to tell people I don't work. I just collect paychecks. <laughs> yeah. They're dumb enough to pay me for another week of, work, uh, of what I do, so – Never going to complain about that. So. That is about what I do. I work from home and get paid. <laughs> That's what I kind of enjoy. So, yeah, man, uh, it's been a while, but we are going to do something that we typically do from time to time. We don't want to really think about a deep topic. We're just going to throw some things at the wall, see what happens. Um, I think to start with, there was a you voices from Ohio, the good school, Ohio State, or I should say the, the Ohio. Ohio State University in their issues this past week since our resident sports guy is here. Matt, tell us about it, man. Um, so a massage therapist out of Northeast Ohio, I'm assuming somewhere in the Cleveland area, uh, lost her license after targeting Ohio State football players for sexual encounters. So, um, Slut. Um, basically, <laughs> 2020, uh, they hired a 40 year old woman uh -huh. to come and uh handle massage therapy for the Ohio State football team. Yeah, she handled it. That uh, there were only just a handful of the players that she had uh, sex with, she had her handful, yeah. But there were five of the uh, hundred, mm -hmm. hundred plus players that she came in contact with. But since it's, uh, you know, unethical, that's the dilemma she's facing right now because she was using her practice to gain sexual favor. From that. So how did, my question is, how did this come to light? Um, <clears throat> so one of the players came forward and talked about it. Um, and they started an investigation. Mm -hmm. And. From what I understand, the player that came forward was somebody she gave advances to, but uh, and he is didn't. That what we call it when okay. He didn't want to do nothing with it. He was like, "Nah, you yeah. forty-one got my face." Yeah, right. I'm at I'm at I'm at Ohio State's campus right now. Do you yeah. see these girls around here? Yeah, <laughs> <That's what> you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that's what got the investigation started in mm -hmm. 2020, and then. Um, yeah, the investigation just finished. It it came out at the end of last year. The investigation just finished. It. Okay. So she lost her license. It doesn't appear that the players, I guess, 
did anything wrong other than you know they slept with a woman and they're all yeah. over 18 so technically there was so technically it's okay person. yeah so so did this dude that kind of the whistleblower did like he did he throw those names out there i don't think so i think what happened was that uh, opened an investigation and through the investigation that's where the, the uh, oh i see yeah we did the right thing he's like yo i i'm not down with this it makes me uncomfortable I'm going to tell the coaches who are supposed to be like your mother, father on campus right now. This is going on, man. I mean, <laughs> I think it. I think he's a hoe because you snitched on the hoe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, what are you snitching for? You know what I mean? Like, what? What the fuck's the point? All you did was call out your teammates. The shit reminds me. This shit reminds me of the Nick Young and D'Angelo Russell bullshit. Yeah, it ain't your girl. But at the same time, you want to call these boys, you want to call your teammates out, man, for sleeping with the fucking hoe? Well, in his defense, there were no names released. So yeah. that being Oh, said, okay. I didn't know. Yeah, so he didn't say anybody. Number. So he did yeah, the right yeah, thing. It's just, they just I had see. five okay. Ohio State football players okay. had sexual relations. So he went yeah. about it the right way. He snitched. Yeah. He dry snitched on the bitch. Yep. There you go. That's saying. Okay. Which is the way to do it. I mean, if you're going to, I mean. Yeah. Only thing go wrong is he what a fucking trouble. slut though. What a slut. Which he was good. Just bring it up though. Well, about it. Was she good? Yeah, yeah. that's. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know who to ask. We don't know if she was good, but <laughs> at least he was smart to say, "Yo, this is not right." <laughs> and if he if he was one of those upper echelon football players who could go pro, that could backfire on you, man. When <laughs> right. as we see in in the real world, obviously this is not on the same level of the alleged things that Sean Watson's involved in, but you make mistakes and money's on the line. People come after you. See, this is my question though. Like it, it kind of confuses me through this situation and especially through Deshaun Watson's situation. Why are these teams not investing in their own like massage masseuses and shit? Like, I don't understand that. You have everything else for these players you see this problem developing and happening more and more. I mean, why not bring in someone that you can trust? Well, they do on, I think they, Ohio state brought her in. Is that right? Yeah. I think okay, they, so. they hired her as yeah, Ohio state hired her. but I think I but they didn't know she saying. was a slut, but I, I think saying. I get what you're saying, Chris, yeah. why would you not have a full time, but they do on sports team. teams. Professionals do. They do have massage in the team, but if you want something outside of the office, you have to find your own person to hire. That's it's kind of like they hire a barber for you. If you want your haircut by somebody else, you owe somebody else. Yeah. Kind of deal. Okay, I see. But at the same time, I, I get what you're saying. You have a lot less chance to run mm-hmm. into situations like this if you have an in-house yeah. right. massage therapist. Why, you know? set, why set them up for failure? They're young fucking kids. You know they're trying to bone anything that walks, some of them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I, I was young once too. GT, you were too. You were a whore. I'm joking. No joking. one did anything. Everybody, I'm joking. I'm joking. I was a saint. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. He only got massage. He didn't massage nobody. Sorry. <laughs> good. Good. No, um, I, I get what you're saying, man. Yeah. Like when I think professional teams in their mind, they're like, yo, we're paying you millions of dollars. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> but in college, yes, it should be upon the school to be like, let's vet this, his, him or her on mm-hmm. what they're doing and make sure they are are the right person to be around our student athletes yeah which is true. your homework like you're drafting somebody i mean like even it's putting somebody in the front office like you somewhat have to know you know and and you, i mean that's the thing though i mean 
I'm kind of surprised this story really got out. Yeah. To be honest, because, you know, a lot of times, like, I remember, back, I mean, and today it's getting harder and harder. Publicists can't keep shit under wraps anymore. Oh, it's impossible. You can have the best publicist, you know, out there. You know, some stories will work themselves into the light regardless. Mm -hmm. It's shitty that this is one of those stories because how many of us really even fucking care that these young guys are out here getting massage and getting some extras on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, we know yeah. we know this shit's going on. Of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we already know this shit's going on. Like, what is this doing for the university, though? Well, like, I think, what's, what's the ripple effect? Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying, though? Like, I think the reason it had to come out, and um, I'm not saying whether you have to agree with it or not, but they had to launch an investigation because you have to think, even though it's an outside person coming in, they were being mm -hmm. paid by the university. So yeah. It would be the same thing if a coach had misconduct, like uh, what happened with Les Miles at Kansas. He's being punished for what happened at Penn State. Yeah. He got punished for what happened at LSU. Yeah. That's true. He got fired at Kansas because of yeah. all the misconduct that came out from his mm -hmm. time at LSU. So it's kind of the same concept of mm -hmm. the, right. the university is paying you for a service, and it wasn't the service that some of them were getting. Yeah. Well, it was service that the boys wanted, though. Well, <laughs> yes, yes. Those are those are own actions. Those are own actions. Right. When you put uh any, especially young men who are just getting to their hormonal ages and being starting to understand more about things as they get there, and yeah, <laughs> it happens. But and I mean, d during COVID too, like these boys aren't really getting out and doing anything. You're right there in the facility. What a slut! I'm sticking to my statement. That is a straight <laughs> slut move. You deserve to lose your license. On some uh, just other quick uh, Ohio State news since we're talking about them, uh, big and the other big story that came out of Ohio State, and uh, mm -hmm. I don't think it's as, as surprising as some people would think, but Jamison Williams leaving Ohio State, entering the transfer portal, is now enrolled at the University of Alabama. But if you think about who Ohio State had coming in, uh, you know Julian Fleming came in with the same the same class as him. They had Alave coming back this year. Oh, the yeah. right receiver, yeah. Yeah, and um, – Oh, he is – yeah, yeah. That's and, tough, uh, yeah. They had a lot of good players. They had Garrett, Garrett, Garrett Wilson's coming Yeah, Garrett back. Wilson, yeah. Yeah, and, he's uh, nice too. Amika Ekbuka, he's the number one wide receiver and the number one uh, – some people say he's the number one recruit. They just signed him for so, next – so – Sometimes it's smart, man. You got to go – those places we feel like – it's still good going to a top tier school. If Phil, he obviously got clearance that, yo, you have a chance to get on this field. <laughs> You're not going to Alabama just to sit on the bench for like next year. They must tell right. you, you have opportunity to compete. Yeah, you could probably play this year. And then if, if you follow Ohio State recruiting at all, Marvin Harrison Jr., mm -hmm. um, you know, Jackson Smith Jigba and Caleb Burton are all there as well. As long as well as Alave and mm -hmm. Garrett Wilson, so it is a crowded, crowded uh, backfield or mm -hmm. wide receiver core. Right. And mm -hmm. they announced that Mario Mario McCall is moving from running back to the H back position next year. So that's great. There wasn't man. a lot of room for him, but it makes sense to me why you would leave. Yeah, yeah, man. I Ohio State's interesting, that whole college football thing. And 
is a crazy, crazy things going on. I'm glad they have the transfer portals to let kids move faster and not have yeah. to sit out for a year or something. That's a waste of time. Just let them play. <laughs> let <Yeah>. them play. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so for those of you who are looking for that, that will be something we will definitely go in more details on the sports channels more and more as we get at, that up and going. There's something else happening this week. Oh, yeah. All this stuff in the Middle East or Israel and all that. Because I've been listening to it because I am a, I like listening to that kind of news to see what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. So, man, just uh, the back and forth, that's going on for 60, 70 years now. Like, I mean, on and off. If you want to get technical, it's been going on since the nation. Of- Biblical well, days. Well, <laughs> Beforehand. It, it's been going on since. It definitely says World War II for sure, because that's when after World War II, that's when the Americans and the British basically gave Jewish people that were in their country, Israel, and said, oh, it's your land now from the Palestine. So who started? Right. We don't really know. But, but you have to think. Even <laughs> Somebody go back, started. <laughs> go back further than that. The Romans occupied Israel at one point yeah. in time. You know, the, you know, uh, I believe it was the Russians or, or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, it's Egyptians. Every time someone else gets involved. Yeah, every time someone else gets involved, it's worse. I think if they were left to their own volition, I think those two countries, those people would get along very well. But I think having these other countries involved for centuries now has messed them up to the point where it's like, do I trust you? Do I not? Especially now with America giving million or I don't know, almost billions of dollars every year to Israel just for weapons and things. It's a tense situation. I'm not picking sides, but it's, it's almost like I watched Trevor Noah this week talk about it. It's like you, me, it's like me being a grown up and a little kid trying to fight me. And that's what Powell said. It's like this little kid keeps hitting you. You're like, I know I could beat you and you hit the little kid back. It's a waste of your time. You have to know the escalation at level. And I think Palestine's almost like, he said Palestine's like that kid who's not, he can't win that fight. No matter what he does, he's never going to win that fight. And so it kind of sucks. It's like, it's not a fair fight. <laughs> it's like, Right. And it's always going to be that way forever and ever. And I, I, I hope it doesn't escalate to more because obviously as America has Israel's back on things, we don't know who's going to come to Palestine today. We don't know if it'll be Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan. We don't know what countries will be like, yo, this is not fair. Let's have their back. Or it could be Russia. Russia could be like, hey, I'm going to pick this side just to mess with America. Let's hope that doesn't <laughs> happen. Yeah. So that, that's so. But it may. Thing. It may. So it's yeah. where we live in, man. People, people like mm-hmm. fighting. So if you guys um, have been following it, mm-hmm. the whole reason it got started is uh, yeah, the is Supreme Court of Israel uh, planned uh, had a planned decision to begin evicting Palestinian residents. Yeah. In uh, no. <laughs> the neighborhood of East Jerusalem. Just kicking them out their house. Yeah, <laughs> for no that. reason. Yeah, so right. like obviously, in Israel, people like, responded to that back. well. No matter yeah, where yeah. you live, to be honest, people yeah. responded to that really well. I'm gonna throw you out your house. Let's see what yeah. happens. Let's yeah. see what happens. Oh, you fought back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bomb you now. Oh well, that's not. Yeah, fair. <laughs> like, yeah. You started this thing, man. We were living. You see that years. video they put out though, man. I, don't, I mean, there's there's plenty of them. Yeah, I, I watched some of the videos where you saw the kicking them out. They're just going in the houses with their guns drawn and be like, "Yo, get out." It reminds me of fucking. World War II, like Germany doing it to their own fucking. Re- I mean, it's just crazy, man. What goes around comes around, man. It yes. Is. I mean, but then again, 
it, it goes way deeper than just hey they went in and kicked people. Oh out. no, no, it's if, true. If you understand the religious and and I'm not trying to get into a big long. Uh, oh no, we can get into religion <laughs> debate about it, you know. But the religious ramifications of of everything that's happened and how both sides view Gaza and and, and pieces of Israel as their yeah. holy land and nobody wants to give an inch and that's a big thing is yeah. when when you're both you know if you know anything about israel and hajafthizi you know, <laughs> that means fuck your mother i uh i yeah. work for a jordanian guy matt knows him <laughs> so but yeah like, that whole area is like that man it's interesting because when we say religion we can go through all they're fighting over a religion that started from two religions that started from the same exact point. And so it's so funny. They're fighting each other when in all actuality, they're probably like first cousins who are like just having beef, not understanding. Hey, awesome when, civil war shit. Like when the Muslims say Allah and the Jewish people say Yahweh, that's the same, same God. <laughs> like, right. No, it's just a different name for the same person. And so it, it's so interesting to think that that religion over has gotten so convoluted obviously it started with the crusades and and it got worse and it, it, i think it's always been there and it's always going to be that way that area is until somebody they come together and say look like they were before a lot of things happen they can sit in the same city and just you pray i pray you do what you gotta do we don't bother each other well and, and take that one step further because if you know anything about the actual city of jerusalem where the mosque is now mm -hmm. The Muslims believe that is where Muhammad ascended to heaven. Yeah. And before the mosque was there, that was the Temple of David, which mm -hmm. is a holy uh, place of worship for the Christians, yes. for the former Jews, mm -hmm. or not mm -hmm. former Jews, or Jews. So it... it um, Speaking of Jews, Matt, aren't you Jewish? My father's family is actually Hebrew, yes. So right. Okay. Um, but so that is a big kind of reason of course, also of why there's huge tension, because if you believe that Muhammad, who was a great warrior who fought for your freedom, died at this this piece mm -hmm. of land and you build a mosque there over top of the rubble of the Temple of David, which if you know anything about the Temple of David yeah. or the whole city of Jerusalem or Jesus walked mm -hmm. to his death and all that. Now, not to get into too deep yeah. about it, but you know that is where the the clashing started, and then yeah. it's just escalated from there. Yeah, and it get it keeps getting worse, man. Like, do you throw in America with their ideology, like, yo, we're we're this great Christian nation, mm. speak it on the mountain, and we'll have your back or anything because you're Jerusalem, and we feel like we're we're the same religion, but it all kind of comes through this whole yeah, it, it it's built for what at least at minimum a thousand plus years it's been <laughs> been building and building and it, it's crazy i don't mean to cut you off there you go that slut from ohio state just texted me she wants me to make an appointment <laughs> i told her no i got a game to play all right, <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. So, <laughs> well, yeah so that, that <laughs> never a dull moment man never a dull moment. never you know not one um, just a quick quick history you know um so it was nebuchadnezzar yeah, of Babylonia. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the Matrix, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. No, that's Neo. Not... 
Yeah, I know King Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's man. the one that had Solomon's temple or the mm-hmm. temple of David destroyed and um, had the mosque that replaced it. Yes. And that actually happened in, you know, nine, uh, 587 BC. So, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. This is 1500 years. 1500 years in the making. So it's been, it's still coming. And I think the mediators trying to fix it are the wrong people. It's people who are always going to pick a side. And always step in and say, yo, we have your back, we have yours. So the Romans did it, the Americans did it, the Russians did it. Everybody's always picked, the Iranians have done it. Everybody's picked the side they want. Well, and, and, and then go take it one step further. And, and I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong. And I just want yeah. to preface that before I say this. When Obama was in office, he mm-hmm. um, acknowledged uh, Palestine as an independent nation. And it was yeah. recognized under Obama. Yeah. And then Trump came into office and immediately said, said all this land belongs to Israel. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. as far as America... Who the fuck are these guys anyway to say anything about that, though? Well, but as, well, far, as far as America, yeah. you can't... One president can't say one thing, one president immediately... Immediately after... Ex- <laughs> well, they ex- can, they did. And, and everybody expect everybody to sit there and sing kumbaya yeah. and, and be peaceful about it. Yeah. Oh, wait. So that president said, you get the land back. Cool. Here, let's just give it. Well, the thing is, yeah, it's weird. Well, we have some peaceful presidents, let me tell you. Yeah. Because you look at where Jerusalem's located. That whole thing's located in the Palestine region of the, of Israel or the whole nation. It's weird to think that, yeah, one president says, yo, you're your own nation. We understand you. But then it looks like, now you're not a nation. You give that land to the other people that, but I understand why America has the best interest in making sure Israel has more land. We, we give a lot of money to them, a lot of aid. And so I, I see where America's like, hey, <laughs> we got to have your back no matter what. Well, so and, I get it. And I hate to say this, but it's very politically motivated. Yeah, it's all it uh, is. I mean, yeah. we're, they're, they're our biggest allies in the Middle East. So Nope, Jordan is. Israel Biden. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. <laughs> talking about michael jordan what are you talking about <laughs> jordan the country uh, no israel by far if you think about all the planes the weapons everything we've yeah. given them we give israel a lot of stuff i think jordan jordan has our base we have military base there but i think so Israel's we're, the one we're that, giving our uh, number one ally everything they have yeah exactly go i mean it's exactly what it is it's politically driven that's, that's, the, that's said, all it is. Exactly yeah. what I said. So I say I, I don't think it's one. I see you. you have the yep. evangelicals in America who, who uh, I guess you go look at some things in Florida where I watched on TV, and Vice is a good job reporting it. How the evangelicals have a deep like, Israel, we'll do everything for you, and it's like, man, like just get out of this. Like it's not you're making it worse because there's a lot of Americans who really follow are evangelicals and believe that in their Christianity, and they're like, oh, that's the word for them. So, yeah, I, I don't know who's going to win. I don't think anybody's going to win. There's no winner. It's more of who's going to settle it and let them say, hey, you guys have to figure out, as two nations, how to work with, with each other on this land. And, and maybe this is an ignorant thing to say, but one thing I've never understood, if God is the higher power, mm-hmm. right, in the Christian religion, the Muslim religion, you know, if, if Allah. Yeah. Allah, and, Yahweh, and God, God, Yahweh, whoever. Yeah, all them same name. Same yeah, name, right. Same name. <laughs> if, if that is the ultimate, ultimate goal, is the mm-hmm. one day meet your maker, go to heaven. You know, um, 
what is so important about the land now? You know, what it's a piece of land. You can't take it to heaven with you. You're it's fighting the, literally no. over dirt. It's not the most fertile land in, 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 anyway. Exactly. Right. So you're, you're fighting over dirt. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you're fighting over something that. You're fighting it, over it, pride at this point. Yeah, it's just pride of something that you think is God given to you. But we'll never know unless somebody has a time machine one day where you can go back and say, was this ever a land that should have ever been something holy at all? Or did the Russians make it holy? And everybody's, oh, yeah, it's holy. Right. We don't we'll never know who was there first. Who we'll never know unless we have a time machine. Probably not in our lifetime. We won't yeah. Know. Somebody will find out. <laughs> yeah. Two, three hundred, four hundred years from now. Science is advancing. My but... grandchildren, you better do this and come see me and be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. You figured it out. But science usually advances quicker in things that make rich people money. Yeah. So you know, shit I mean, like that, we probably won't know in our lifetime. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it too, one big misconception is, you know, a lot of people will say the Jews killed Jesus. The Jews handed <clears throat> Jesus over to the Romans who occupied mm-hmm. Israel at the time. Or, yeah, occupied Israel at the time. The Jews did not kill Jesus. They, they handed him over to the king who didn't really want to kill Jesus. I mean, everybody that's read the Bible understands the story. But, you know, it just goes to show you, even at the times when Jesus walked the earth, the Israelites didn't even own or yeah. run their own country. Yeah. So even when Jesus walked the earth, there was turmoil. There was people, yeah. you know, the Egyptians and the Pharaoh. You know? It's always been fights. It's yeah. Just that, so, that whole region is like that. That region's always been, they're fighting for something. And I think it, it is that. And I think it's never going to change, but it just depends on how we set it up. And like you said, like even the Romans, obviously the Bible as we know it today in America is not any of the original. It's written by some Europeans who wanted to go their way. That's why the Jewish people are thrown in the bus in there because obviously it set that precedent and go, oh, these people are bad. That one book probably said most of Hitler's things and all those things, that one book of somebody writing it the way they want to write it. And it's crazy, man. The Romans are notorious for it. The British, sorry, my British friends, you guys are, too with selling people's history and making it your own like it it's all starts with those people who want to rip that history away which kind of sucks well and you know well well, real quick now that we were on that subject before we get off i just want to say i watched a documentary it's called it's on amazon prime Mm -hmm. video it's called the dead sea scrolls yeah um i always wanted to plug that real quick because that kind of put me on to some different shit that i didn't know beforehand and this kind of it kind of dives into like the truth about all of what we think we know at this point what we found yeah in these caves right we found fragments of what we didn't you know but archaeologists did whoever discovered i don't know but archaeologists you know went in afterward because they have to and they found fragments like over like 1700 different scrolls Mm -hmm. and they pieced together these fragments some of them are whole I mean, they're so damn old, but in, this, in these caves, they were preserved. So we think they were put there for a reason. And some of these, from what we think, that, where we think the Bible came from, what years and shit, I don't know. I don't remember. But these scrolls predate that. Yeah. And these scrolls have the same script, but written differently. But like the Bible is like a rough draft of these scrolls. And I think it's amazing. I mean... I was just putting it out there. 
Amazon Prime, you just prove. Thank you for the documentary. People are good Watch. storytellers, man. Good storytellers. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it, and you know, this is one thing I firmly believe. I do believe that there are things in the Bible that whether you're religious or not, doesn't hurt to live by yeah. certain truths of the Bible. But I'm right. like you, GT. Mm-hmm. I don't believe, look, if I call Chris, Chris calls you, and by the time it gets back to me, if I said GT's a nice guy, by the time it gets back to me, I've mother F GT and I've called him everything <laughs> a nice person, right? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the way the world works. So I don't 100% believe, for, for example, we're supposed to give 33% of our paycheck to the church. One third of your pay should go to the church. Mm-hmm. Why would God, honestly, that, you know, God said exactly one third of your paycheck? Yeah, that's it, written in there. That, that's why Some king wrote that in there somewhere. Yep. That's why yep. the, the what is that? The Church of England probably wrote that in there. The hmm. Roman Catholics like, hey, I got a good idea. <laughs> exactly, and that's we why need beer money. Uh, you know, or or you know, I, I'm I'm not trying to get too controversial, but you know, it's funny if you think about you know mm. the Dark Ages and mm. when the Templars walked the face of the earth. You know, um, all the things they were doing. To go find the relics of God or Jesus, you know they were looking yeah. for the Shroud of Turin, mm-hmm. you know the uh, Holy Grail, the Holy Grail. Yep, all those kind of things. Yep. Okay, and they stifle science, creativity, mm-hmm. art, all the stuff that they stamped out, and yeah. and they did it in the name of the Lord. Yep. But if yeah. you read, if you really read the Bible, and you take the Bible at somewhat face value, never did it say that go kill in my name. Go go murder in my name, just so you can find the the basically the sheet they put over my body when they put me in the tomb. So (laughs) you see, and that that's another problem I have. And if you want to talk about this topic, since we can kind of yeah, that's fine. Go in it, man. This is what we this what this podcast all about, man. We talk about topics. Yes, Lord. That are different. How how people use the Bible Mm -hmm. to fit what they want it to be. Yep. Instead of the Bible being what it is. And do you guys have any thoughts on that? I think you're exactly right. Have you ever seen Religious? Yeah, of course. That came out when GT and I were living together, I believe, right, of GT? Course. Bill Maher, yeah. Yeah, and we watched that. I mean, God bless him. He, I found out he just had, uh, he just got COVID. Mm-hmm. So there's no real time this week. I love Bill Maher. One of the realest political dudes I ever met. He's also political himself. That's why he's a political analyst, political mm-hmm. or, you know, comedian, whatever have you. But the guy's been on air for what, GT, the last 30 years. Easily, he made a movie yeah. called Religious. And, you know, he's not an atheist. What he says is, I'm on the sideline with doubt. I don't believe the story. I don't believe the Bible. My mom and dad, his mom's on there. He puts his mom on there. She's an old lady. You know, she just gives it to her, gives it to you real. She's like, you know, growing up, she goes, we didn't really tell him anything about it because we didn't really pay attention to any of the bullshit. You know, and Bill's like, that's why I am the way I am. Yeah. You know, and he's like, I'm not saying I, it's not real. I'm not saying you shouldn't believe in it. He's like, but I'm going to question it. I'm going to question everything. And that's what he did. That's what the movie's about. He went around to pastors, to political figures. He went around the country I think he even went to the Vatican as well, right, GT? Yeah, yeah. He, went to, he went everywhere, man. He went yeah. everywhere that. You know, yeah, right. He did. And he was almost like the, it's like the Anthony Bourdain 
style of like questioning God, this movie is. Yeah. And to be honest, because I seen it when I was young, I related to it because he asked questions to people. Like he would show up at like different small churches, like down south churches that have like 15 men in it, you know, and just ask him questions. They would get mad with, at him because they couldn't answer it. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's, it's just one of those things that I just wanted to bring that up because. You know, that's kind of what we're saying here, in my mm-hmm. opinion. We're saying that, you know, if, if you want to read the Bible and mm-hmm. fill in the blanks, because the Vi- the Bible is sometimes, it's very detailed. And at other times, it's very open. Yeah. To, interpretation. Yeah. Yes. And that's what he was getting at. He wanted to see where people were taking it, what they said, what they thought, what they interpreted from mm-hmm. those areas of the Bible. And it's a genius thing to do. And that's before the cancel culture shit, which we've touched on before here. You know what I'm saying? The Unabashed Truth podcast. But at the same time, man, like, I mean, you have to question it. And especially when these nations for so many years mm-hmm. are fighting amongst each other in the name of God. Every nation does it too. Like, especially Thank you. the Americas, everybody, man. We That's kind of a sets of war, a war. It's always... Mm-hmm. More people have died over religion than anything else. Over some religion, like World War II is about religion. It's all about something that yeah. comes up. But yeah, like um, like on the thing about God, you know this about me, Chris, I've talked about forever. And like, even when in college, when someone asked about religion, I'm like, yeah, I was raised in the church, but I believe that, I don't think for a doubt that God only gave certain people a religion that they should follow. There's a reason why there's Christianity, Judaism, islam there's buddhist there's hindu there's a reason for that i think they're in the native americans having the the sun earth the earth everything they believe i think those religions fit that region and there's a reason that it's there instead of being like believed in the corn god the maize god because it was something that was there fit that area i don't think it was more right i don't think it was like oh if you don't believe because that's because when people say oh well you have to go spread spread the God's word and convert and get people to come to Christ. It's like, well, that's not right. Cause if you go back a thousand years ago, maybe 9,000, 200 years ago, people weren't leaving their, their country. So you weren't going to China or someplace saying, Hey, I got something for you to do. It's like, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah. I don't understand what you're talking about. Like it took the British had to go with guns to get a lot of Hindus or people in India to change. Like yeah. it became one of those things where it was like, wait, what's happening? Like we're mm-hmm. fine. We're living our life. Yeah. And I think I think people have to meet people where they are. Don't try to change somebody because there there's things in Buddhism that you should believe in. There's things think, in Christianity you should believe need, in. Right. I that, think, you should believe everything. Right. That's, I agree 100%. I think we, as a culture, we need to stop teaching our kids, treat people like you want to be treated. Fuck that. I think there's, there's gray areas there, right? <clears throat> so the new thing now is they're, my Carter's came home a couple times and he's told me, he said, well, my teacher tells me to treat people the way they want to be treated. You know, I get it. I like that. But at the same time, like there's a fine line with anything you walk. Right. Yeah. So, but you know, I'm not going to sit, if a, if an adult comes up to me in Walmart and like, they're kind of crazy, like they're talking to me like a child, I'm not going to talk back to him. Like I'm a, I'm a child either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got you. you know, I'm not going to get in that level, but at the same time, you know, I'll try to understand why they are the way they are. 
Yeah. Rather than, you know, me, like, you know, we can sit back here at the Unabashed Truth podcast and talk all day about, you know, some raw, unfiltered shit because that's who we are. I don't expect, I'm not going to sit back and talk to my grandmother's friends when I take her to Bob Evans for Mother's Day <laughs> and be like, you know what I'm saying? You see that shit? <laughs> you see that shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what we do as nations, like these imaginary borders and shit, right? How do we let that? How does the Middle East let that? Since the beginning of time, mm-hmm. dictate those borders. We should be past that. We should be past that. I mean, uh, but that goes back to a conversation we had not too long ago. Then there should be no black and white anymore either. That's 150 years in the past, too. So you got to understand, unfortunately, you know, as much as we would all like to do this and, and mm-hmm. all the wrongs be righted, and everything be better. Unfortunately, history has proven that, you know, each generation might get better and better and better. But as long as there is still hate and still racism, mm-hmm. that will never die. Yeah. And and so from the beginning of time, Muslims have been, I don't want to say taught, but they've been indoctrinated that. The, the Jewish people have taken your holy land. They are the enemy. Same with, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Germans right, yeah, do the same can, thing to the Jews, you know, I mean. Right, but, but I'm just saying, so, yes, over a thousand plus years, you would think that, yes, we could get over it. But unfortunately, as long as there's still a group of people that hold on to that hate, there will mm-hmm. always be hate within that group. And then the same things with the Israelites to the Muslims mm-hmm. who say they want to take what we hold dear and we hold holy. Yeah. We can't trust them. We can't believe in them. And that's why it will never change. If there might be people with that's why those, it has not changed. Though there might be people within those groups mm-hmm. that will change and say, hey, you know what? You're not as bad as what I've been taught. But unfortunately, for every one of those people that probably There's come ten that think through the other, the other side, mm-hmm. looking at things mm-hmm. differently, yes, there are probably yeah. 10 people who are taught to hate and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and oh, that's, yeah, man, it's crazy. It is. Go ahead, Matt. No, you're good. I, I'm done. But yeah, but, like, like I always say, man, the biggest thing is how Chris saying and how you're saying is respect. Everybody goes to treat other people. I don't care how you treat people. Just have respect for other people. If you respect somebody else, you always treat them any way that with respect, you're good. Like if you're like, if Carter goes to somebody and he respects them or my sister goes to somebody and they respect them, I don't expect everybody to like you. I don't expect everybody to want to be around you. Just respect that person yeah. enough to say, hey, you're a person, you're a human, mm-hmm. I respect you and move on. Yeah. Like you don't have to sit there and disgust me. That's religion. It's all about respect. Like yeah. if, if you have a, like it's almost, even in America, you see, uh, different states and different uh, people. They get in arguments about politics, all this different stuff. They're, they're arguing about stuff that really, and to be honest with people who think politics matter to them that much, most of that stuff does not affect any any one person at all. No matter who you vote for, America is never going to change to the extent where you're like, oh man, it went all the way over here. It's never going to change that much. It's going to stay in this little bitty box of maybe 1%, one way, 1% the other way. So it won't go that far. But I think everybody thinks it's going to, oh, if I vote in uh, 
GT with his his radical ideas go, no, I can't put it all in place. Wanna know why? Because there's checks and balances. <laughs> no well, matter what I want, there's checks and balances. And I think the you, only, yeah. I think maybe the only exception to that rule would be FDR getting us out well, of pressure. Yeah. But outside that, of that, you're most of them change. Yeah, like FDR at that time, what was it? Great Depression and things. So you had to do some things differently then. But unless mm-hmm. there's another Great Depression that we ha- we got close, that's why Obama did some things a little different. But it went to the point where FDR did. He did some things radical, wasn't cra- crazy, crazy. But then Trump Reaganomics, did things, but it wasn't, oh Trump wasn't crazy with everything he did. No one was really crazy with their actual policies. And and all actually, they say things on TV to sound good. And that's how religion is. I say things to sound good, but do I actually understand this religion? Do I actually understand? I I say Muslims are the enemy. Do I actually know any Muslims? Talk to them. Muslims say Israel's uh, Jewish people are the enemy. Do you actually talk to them or sit and sit down? And everybody hates of course not. Yeah, everybody hates Christians, but do you sit down and talk to each other? <laughs> and, and I sit and talk, and that's one thing I, I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to get a rabbi on here in New York to maybe come on one day and we interview him and also an imam and then a pastor trying to get these people to say, hey, look, let's have these conversations for real. Enough of this, like, this is this, this. Let's all sit down. If I can, ultimately, I want to get them on the same podcast together and say, hey, you guys talk to each other about this stuff. I want to have you guys have these conversations in front of each other because those are the big three religions in America. That's what people yeah. follow. And so if you have those conversations with them, it changes dynamics. So, and see, so- let me, if I can real quick, this is how this podcast came about. This podcast came about an idea probably 20 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, or close to 20 years ago, us as young men from all different cultures, from all different walks of life, from all different belief systems, we came together and yeah, we drank alcohol. We were young. I'm still drinking right now. I ain't gonna lie, but <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, we came from everywhere and we sat down and whether we were drunk or not, we had these conversations. Yeah. We sat at a round table, played games, and we always ended up talking about some the realest shit out there because that's where we felt comfortable. We wanted to get through it as young men. Not even young men at that point, really. No. You know what I'm saying? I met you, I probably met you when I was 16 or something like that. But at the same time, like it never held us back from having the conversation. We weren't scared to have it. Mm-hmm. Right? And I feel like people are scared to have it. Now, nations are scared to have it because what looks good on paper? What looks good politically? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what, if you put yourself up here, yourself, mm-hmm. like Adolf Hitler did and his SS and your country's here and Jews are the bottom of the totem pole, what happens? Yeah. Who, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Yeah. You know, same same with our people, Matt, Native Americans. We have Native American blood. What ha- What Native Americans were so embedded at, in war with each other? Mm-hmm. If the Europeans never showed up from history, from what we know, from what it's been taught, from what I've gathered, I mean, who 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 knows what would have became of our ancestors with war? And you know, I mean. Yeah, we talk about, you know, the whites taking over the country and this and that and this and that. How would the Native Americans have treated it? They didn't get a chance to really follow through with what we think they should have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same fucking time, it's the same thing. 
History is always told or always taught and told by the victors to a certain extent. So that's the history that we know. That's what we're taught. Religion that's what also. we're taught to teach <laughs> our children. Exactly. That's what we're taught to teach our children. You know, and I think, in my opinion, too much of anything will hurt you. Nas said that. Religion, anything, too much of anything will hurt you. What's the fine line? Mm -hmm. If death isn't enough, innocent death of your people, what you claim your people, if it, if it isn't enough, then what is enough? Yeah. It's all pride at that point. That's just my opinion. Oh, well, let me, let me go back here because, mm -hmm. you know, both of you have given your views on kind of where you're at with religion. Now, I will be 100% honest. I go to church. I attend a church. No, don't and... be honest with us. We don't like don't. that. <laughs> that masseuse was a I'm slut, sorry. though. Be honest. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I do have a little bit of a different uh, uh, outlook. And I'll just give you an example. Of what do you mean? You act like I ain't never been to church. I'll give you an example. Of why I mean, a box, I... man. What? You, you... what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear the example, though. Um, so one thing I'm proud of my church about is we actually just came out of a series that uh, was a five-part series, and it was called um, Love at the Margin. And it spoke of people that are looked down on in society. So you know, maybe people of same-sex relationships, transgender people, um, special needs. Uh, how Chicks with dicks and shit is what you're saying. How people have been marginalized, you know, um, women have been marginalized throughout history. And our yeah. church actually talked about doesn't matter where people come from as a church. We mm -hmm. need to accept everybody for who they are. And, you know, we can agree to disagree on whatever. Mm -hmm. But as a church, we still love and accept them for who they are. Yeah, We don't ever make them feel bad about being who they are. And so it made me actually feel good for the first time in a long time to say I belong to a church, knowing that, you know, yeah. they actually believe in God as love, exactly mm -hmm. like the Bible says. And um, it felt good to actually hear the Christians because so many of the conservatives nowadays are so wrapped up and I'm not saying the church necessarily just conservatism. Yeah. yeah you know, they're still holding on to Trump and, you know, make America great again. And, you know, yeah. all these incidents with, uh, you know, Asian Americans being just victimized. They have oh, to every man. day. There's a story, you know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking absolute bullshit is what it is it, it feels good to know that i belong to a church where mm -hmm. we don't look down upon anybody yeah. for who they are you know um that made me well i don't belong to church i belong to jesus okay let me take yeah. that one step further i love jesus and jesus loves me and thank you jesus <laughs> Yeah, no, I got you, Matt. Like I, um, basically my family is kind of a lot of pastors in my family and things. So I kind of understand that's how they teach their church as well. And so like my, my ideas come from growing up around that and say, Hey, wait, I went, all of a sudden I went from being in the South where obviously Bible belt, you're there. Hey, there's nothing else and move it up North. And you're like, I'm in Chicago and my neighbor, 
his family's Muslim. And I'm like, wait, I've been taught this is this, but no, wait, let me, he's like my best friend. What's happening? And then another friend is this, and there's Jewish guys that grab the street I'm hanging out with, and it's like, wait, why am I? Oh, we're still, are we talking about religion? I thought we were talking about Jesus Shuttlesworth this whole time. No, no. I thought no, we were talking so, about he got game. My bad. Yeah, no worries. But yeah, that's kind of kind of how it is, man. Like, I understand what you're saying, and it's always cool to see a church <laughs> like that. That's that. See a church like that, and Jesus Shuttlesworth is uh, the church of Lincoln, Ray Allen Link, Page. Link, Link, Lincoln Road <laughs> Call. But yeah, so I, I get it, man. When you meet people where they are and actually love them for who they are, no matter what they are, the world will be better. And yeah. it's not even love. I think how I feel about love is the most fleeting emotion in the whole world. Like it comes and goes on a whim. Like tomorrow you're in love, the next day you're out of love. It. If you respect, I always felt not let your girl hear you say that. Oh, no, I say it to everybody's face. I don't care. I, and that's something I've told my mom, I told my girlfriend. And it's true. Like the relationships that last forever are the ones built on respect first. One's built on love because no matter if you're married, eventually y'all gonna stop liking each other for a day or two, probably stop loving each other. But we respect each other. You're gonna be like, all right, we can get through this. We can get through this hard time. That's why divorces happen a lot. That's why men cheat. That's why women cheat. That's, That's why Bill Gates just got divorced. Yeah, they after a while, if you don't respect each other, goes out the window like the yeah. Bezos. You made all that money with that woman and you cheated on her. <laughs> like yeah. you didn't respect her enough, obviously, to say, look, you were there with me through everything. We were poor living in this bullshit place, had nothing. Well, Americans have always treated their women really good. Yeah, so that's what you said when Matt was talking about how women are treated marginalized to our history. It is true. Women are treated worse than like Asian women and now Asian men. Everybody, it's just, the world's crazy, man. And then I, like we and Chris talked about it, I think before you jumped on one time, Matt, and we were like, I I said it out loud and I'd say it again if somebody does hear this. Don't don't let me be somebody walking by when you try to do that to any race no matter what but especially elderly asian people you're not doing it to 20 year old 25 year olds who can fight back you're doing the people who <laughs> who struggle and that's like i'm thinking of what my grandparents went through that what if i go to south carolina if i get a call from my grandma like this dude just pushed me down to the i'm getting on a plane tomorrow or driving on it tomorrow I'm like yo mm-hmm. where's he at <laughs> like and it's one of those things i'll do the same thing if i walked on the street and see it so and yeah. living in new york now that's one of my biggest things living in an Asian neighborhood. I'm happy I'm in an Asian neighborhood where I'm at because there is none of that in this neighborhood. But once you get away from this area in Manhattan, in the city, it's totally different. You have to worry about that every day. And it's totally different. The Asian side, Queens has no problems like that. Queens is, because there's such a big Asian population in Queens, it's not as bad. It's, yeah. I don't think it happens at all. Once you get to Manhattan. And I was in Long Beach too. There's a lot yeah. of Asians there, man. I... That's like San Francisco. Like once they get out of Chinatown was there, but yeah, once they leave that Chinatown area, there's not a lot of Asians in the rest yeah. of the city walking around. Mm-hmm. So they're attacking it. LA has the same thing. You know, LA, man, it's, it's the most segregated big city in the world. <laughs> like people live in their area, like Mexicans live in East LA. Black people yeah. live in South LA. Mm-hmm. Asians live in Long Beach and this. And so it's a lot of different sects of the city, but they all get along. Mm-hmm. They find a way to get along, but then things go bad. It goes really bad. Yeah. And that's because people aren't living with other people. They're mm-hmm. not living around other people. And I think, yeah, always respect over love to me always. And I'll stick to that till, till forever and ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, that was kind of a deep topic there today, man. But if anything you want to talk about outside of that. <laughs> oh, so, I, and I'm not trying to bring it back to sports, but I did go, see, go to it. <laughs> I did see this uh, story today. So 
if you guys have been following the whole COVID thing, they're telling people, CDC are telling people, um, you know, hey, if you get fully vaccinated, you'll be able to go most places without a mask moving forward. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And then 20 minutes after I read that story, Mm -hmm. story breaks about the New York Yankees. I don't know if you guys. Yeah. A COVID outbreak happened within the team. Yeah. The ball club. Eight, yes. Eight of the players who tested positive for COVID are fully vaccinated. Yeah. They got wanked yeah. off by that masseuse. That was eight players. But it, yeah. They, but fully vaccinated doesn't, doesn't actually make sure you're going to get it. That's the thing. I, it was irresponsible. That's, that's what, that was the news today about Bill Maher, too. He had just yeah. gotten his second vaccination yeah. and he got COVID. It's irresponsible for people to be like, oh, yeah, just because you're not vaccinated. You understand, like, people are going to lie and say they are vaccinated. Even if you are vaccinated, they still say there's a chance you could still get the disease. You're not immune. It just makes it harder for you to get it. So, but it makes it very irresponsible when our yeah, CDC is coming out and saying, hey, say, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask in most places. Well, you know, as you much know. as much um, scrutiny and, and uh, you know, you guys being NBA fans, you know all of the protocols they had to follow this year. And I'm sure MLB is not far behind them, if not yeah. on level with them. As far as the safety protocol, like the football, COVID. NFL, same way they're very strict on it. They wasn't playing, so it's not like, in my opinion, it's not like they're probably out there doing a lot of crazy stuff, and they and they caught COVID. So you know, do you, I guess my whole point is the disconnect with our Center for Disease Control yeah. telling people, hey, you're okay to do this, but then you see a story where eight people who are fully vaccinated are now COVID positive. So it's like, yeah. Like, and, and it goes back to like last summer, and I'm not trying to no, hijack the whole topic, but you know, Dr. Fauci one day saying mask and then no mask and mask will help, it won't help. Yeah, I, and then they, double up the mask, wear two masks. Yeah, I, I feel like they just grasp well, it's America, all. man. It's yeah. America because like I I have friends in China, man. When China said, Yo, we're shutting this down, Korea, we're shutting this down. Even today, my friends when they go out in China, they still they have a QR code in the phone. That they scan when they go into restaurants. So the government, even though it's like, oh, the government follows you, the government knows where we are anyway. Don't let that fool you. So I don't understand why people get so upset if the government's like, look, let's protect each other, stay at home. I don't know why people couldn't stay at home for two months without going out. I have no idea. Relax. <laughs> and probably it's because there's no money in America. America is not the richest country of its citizens. Our citizens are pretty poor compared to the rest of the world. The country as a whole is rich, yes. The citizens don't have money. So that's why people couldn't stay at home. And I think really if America could do what China did, where it's like, look, lockdown, everybody stay at home. Only one person can go out at a time a day out of your house. Like, how's it so hard to do that? And the CDC is not helping. And I think they're pressured because government officials are like, well, you got to do something. We can't have everybody at home. They're getting restless. And I think that's why you see the Asian attacks. And you see all this... Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement keep going on and all these all these things that are going on longer than they normally would because people are bored. They don't have nothing to do. And they're like, oh, I, I know what to do. I see on TV, they're saying agents across this. Let me go attack them. I see on TV that, oh, this uh, black kid did this and oh, he got pushed out. There's so much news out there and they're not reporting it right and telling people to do the right thing. And it, it sucks, man. I wish- And every source has a different story. Yeah, I wish our country just said, look, the truth is stay your ass home. 
for two months straight. No one, no one interact. Let's just do it that way so everybody's safe. Mm. Instead of being like, ah, don't worry. You have Georgia said, eh. Texas said, eh. Yeah. <laughs> like Florida never really closed down ever. They just kind of pretended to. And it, it's not fair. It's not fair to people like us who are like, look, I care about, I want to make sure everybody's safe. Yeah. I'll sacrifice a year out of my life and work from home or had to figure out something I have to do and work less hours, yeah. but going when I know it's safe versus like, and it sucks, people can't do it. See, when COVID first hit, um, my wife, she works at a daycare. So she was considered a, an essential business. So they shut her down. They shut them down mm-hmm. like pretty quickly. And I'll be honest with you, like we got, she got unemployment because she couldn't work. Like none of them yeah. could. Makes so she had to apply for unemployment and then she got that COVID relief too. So she was making more than, I mean, by far than what she made when she was working. And I was happy because my boss told us, you know, I work outside, mm-hmm. right? Uh, lawn care. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were allowed to work, but we had to drive in our trucks and our cars behind our boss in the truck. Yeah. Right. So he had to pay us all gas. He didn't, I mean, whatever but he did but the whole time you know i worked during the whole fucking thing right the whole entire covid Mm -hmm. my wife shut you know shut down she's bored at home i get home from work i'm tired she's ready to hang out and do something (laughs) that was new you know yeah it was a whole different set of things and you know you think that you in, in a perfect world you want people to get closer and people to handle it the best they can handle it. And you think that these people will be used to this shit now because even before COVID hit, I mean, let's be honest, man. It's easier to get on fucking Facebook and see how a kid's doing rather than calling your friend from back in the day and be like, how's your kids? Yeah, pretty much. You know, this is a social media society rather than it is an actual social society anymore. Because we're too busy trying to make fucking money to keep our head above water. Mm -hmm. And, And you know what I'm saying? So... It shouldn't have been that much different. I think, if anything, it should have humbled our country more than anything. But I knew in my heart, because I'm from this country, this is America. I knew in my heart that it would create more problems and it would create more blame games because Americans hold grudges. Let's be honest. You got to have somebody. I mean, come on. Like, I'm not down in this country. To me, I'm I'm saying facts. That's just my point of view. That's just my only point of view, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not speaking for anybody else. I think the problem with this country is we have the need in us to want to be superior to someone. You've seen mm-hmm. what happened with women. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's like pathetic. It's agents now. It, it's a, it's, it's a not going to stop. After 9-11, cycle. it happened to fucking Middle Easterns, man. It's, yeah. it's not going to stop. You know, naturally in us, because we are human beings, you know, let's be honest. We all see color. Yeah. All of us sees color except for the blind. You know, my son's colorblind. He still don't know how to dress. He still can't match. I mean, to be honest, he is colorblind, right? (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying, though? But at the same time, like, all of us see what color each other are in our skin. We all see it, right? But... What we think cultures are, with like GT said, you don't have any experience with these people. We don't sit down with these people. Mm-hmm. 
we're not weeding through what we think is a problem with these people. Mm-hmm. We don't want to deal with it. Yeah. But we want to hold the grudge and point the fucking finger and then take it one step further. We want to, we want to go out and start committing hate fucking crimes against elderly people that don't look like us. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> this is some coward ass shit that's been going on in this country since day fucking one because people have the humanitarian need to want to feel superior to someone or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, where the fuck has it gotten us? What happened during COVID? America became more separate with each other than ever before in my lifetime. Yeah. And then they created stuff and created Facebook groups and all these other rabbit holes that you can go Yeah. And that's exactly what I was going to say is yeah. you can go on YouTube right now and type in the word COVID help. No, don't say anything like that. It's going to get on my algorithm's going to jump on my computer. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I hope you get a virus. You ain't your computer. I mean, I mean, COVID H O A S. <laughs> and you can see 8,000 people who will tell you why it's fake. And you know what? There are people that will watch enough of these videos that they convince themselves that there is no such thing. Yeah. You know, that it goes back to what you were saying. They, people just a little bit younger than us have become a social media society. They spend more time a day on TikTok and Snapchat, YouTube, and everything else than they do going and checking on their neighbors or, you know, going outside and taking a walk or whatever, you know? And um, that's a big problem with society as a whole. I won't even just narrow it down to America, but when you think about it, yeah, Yeah. there's always been conspiracy theories. There's always been... um, false information spread but when you can get it at the snap of a finger now Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to gain access to it and when it's that much easier and you have a lot more people who are a lot more convincing nowadays Mm -hmm. because back in the day it was always the guy you know standing outside the subway jesus is coming i'm feeling you (laughs) you know that that guy was my uncle yeah what a day you still get it here in new york a lot man it's crazy (laughs) you're like what guy just on the little mic you're all going to, you can't even hear him. You're like, what are you trying to say, man? Are you trying to say we're all going to hell? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Like no one can hear you, but yeah. So yeah, man, the world is a crazy place, man. And then no matter how much we get it, obviously religion or colleges or. And GT, you lived everywhere. Yeah. The world. You've crazy, lived in China. Man. It's the coolest. LA, place. Queens, New York. Go back, like... I'll go back to China in a heartbeat and live there. It was the, it was perfect society for like, People just got each other. They want no one was trying to bother you. They're just like, live your life, man. Like, go about your day, do what you gotta do, go have fun at night, and then go back, go to work. It's like yeah. it was never like a set, like, oh, you're out, you're going out and drinking. Okay. You went and drink tonight and then you go to work the next day and then you hang out with your boss. It was never that serious. It was always like enjoy life first. But my was, thing is though, man, like, and I think you guys can attest to this somewhat, you know, on different levels from you know your own personal experiences Mm -hmm. this country i'm not saying it's horrible we all love the idea i mean we were born here we didn't really get a fucking chance right you know so at the same time like america needs to get off Mm -hmm. this stigma in our own brains that we have to be the best we're the best you're a piece of shit don't question us 
Yeah. We help everybody. We know the we know the best. We know it all. You know, fuck that. We got work to do ourselves too. Yeah. Be but fucking I, I, real. I everything. You no know, change doesn't just come with the fucking ballot box, right? Change comes with the American people. So you know, I watched Moneyball the other night, and I seen Brad Pitt. He said to one of his scouts, because he was questioning his ass about everything. He said, man, we got we to start changing the way we think about things. He said, we need, we need to get the fuck over ourselves. We're not going to sit here and replace fucking uh, Craig Biggio. We're not going to replace him. We're not going to replace Jason Giambi. He goes, get me three guys that can get on base. That's how we replace Jason Giambi. Yep. And he said, Scott the, scout said the scout said, mm-hmm. fuck you, I'm done. And Brad Pitt said, adapt or die, man. Adapt or fucking die. Yeah. Well, you know, quote me, unquote me, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not political. It's unabashed. But at the same time, like, all I'm saying is, like, get the fuck over ourselves, man. Like, seriously. Like, we need to get the fuck over ourselves. We think way too highly of ourselves and way too low of everyone else. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just not working anymore. It's not working. It didn't work with our women. It didn't work in slavery. It didn't work. I mean, look, go to a factory in in Ohio, GT. Watch how white people treat other white people that are below them on the pay scale. (laughs) Watch it. Probably probably awful. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, it's awful. I've been been to a few factories. You're like, what? It's pathetic. (laughs) If it's not racism, if there's nobody in there to be racist about, to yeah, be superior. Else, it's yeah. classism. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking ridiculous. I, I, I don't know. I think that's the biggest part of that's the biggest problem with our country, but it starts from the top down and we gotta start looking at it that way. Yeah. Because Thanks. the top ain't doing shit for us, but keeping <laughs> the motherfucker running, but we're not happy the way it's running. Yeah. I'm not. Just the but, honesty. I think I think Americans aren't honest with each other. We're not honest with what we really are. And right. I think that, that's just the American way, like we'll we'll say a big game, but we're not honest with saying this we are. And the same thing, like when we talked about religion earlier, same thing. There, no one's honest about what's really happening. Mm-hmm. It's always that way in the whole world. Like everybody's, oh, I'm this, but obviously we know America more because we live here, we're from here, we understand this culture more. We would somebody else's culture. So in America, yes, our issue is no one's ever going to be honest with themselves to say, I am a poor white black black person, white person. This, this, this. I Asian. can't look Asian. Any other race you may, I'm a rich one of those. It doesn't matter. I can't look down upon somebody else for where they are. Or I can't do this. I can't treat somebody differently. So that's, I mean, I watch um, Warrior on uh, HBO Max and about the Chinese in, in uh, San, uh, San Francisco back then. And it's basically like the same thing. Like the, basically the Irish people are considered the low of the low at that time, obviously. Go Irish. There. And then the Irish are like, well, these black people, we got to treat them bad. Oh, we got you yeah. in that situation because of the San Francisco hit the, hit the mm-hmm. Asians bad. And it's kind of yeah. like, that's what it is. We always have built, find someone lower to you and treat them worse. But I, I think just, just from what mm-hmm. I know, I don't think that's just an American problem. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think it's a global problem because. That's what we know is America. I like to talk about us. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, that's not just an American problem because if you think about anywhere in the Middle East. Oh, yeah right now or anywhere in Europe, anywhere in Africa, yeah. 
you know think about everywhere yeah i mean there are people that will say i'm here and you're here Mm -hmm. you are the working class i'm here you don't can i be honest you're uh, you guys are fucking right hitting it on the head but my thing is though to me you know even the bible even the bible in my opinion i'm not i'm not speaking for anybody else it's me even the bible is written like our history books and I'm saying that because, dog, look at it. Look at it. Our Bible was stolen. And the original God that Jesus' name was, was Horus. Look that up. Watch Religious, man. Same exact story, same exact figure, same exact places, same exact shit. It was told differently with different names before we stole that shit. And made it our own. Christians did that. So, at the same time, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just telling the fucking truth. My truth. Yeah. And well, like, I, like Bill Maher, I'm on the sideline with doubt. Yeah. So that's I'm questioning said, it because I want to understand. I want to have the conversation. Like I said, I'm not questioning saying, it because man. I want to put it down. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, you want to get to the truth. Yeah. But at the end of the day, here's here's what I'll say. Even if the Bible is even if this book right here is 100% made up, uh-huh. that's my book. If you still choose to live your life by the Ten Commandments and and honor thy neighbor and all the stuff that the Bible says, mm-hmm. and you and you live your life with love for everybody else, the way that God and the Bible says to live your life, mm-hmm. and I die and all I am is worm food. Mm-hmm. At least when I die, I can know that I tried to live my life being as good to everybody as I possibly can. Amen. You know yep. what I'm saying? Not yeah, right. There's no I, debate in that. To that me, that is me. why, and I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect because I have my days too where I'm a, a jerk and I have a lot of room to grow. There's no doubt about that. But I'm saying at the end of the day, this Bible is nothing but words. Well, at least it gave me some good guidelines to live by to be a halfway decent human being. See, that Bible, I love it. It's the best book ever next to Phil Jackson's 11 Rings. (laughs) Yeah, so but on that note, man, it's been a great conversation, man. And hope uh, we'll get more of these, obviously, more active as we get on. Obviously, I'm moving houses soon, so I'm trying to get a room set up that's going to be my dedicated recording office slash room that's going to be pretty cool to kind of work in. But thank you guys for hopping on today. I know it's been a few weeks since the draft kind of spectacular kind of thing we're working on uh so man anything you want to say to end the show chris man any scout what you got i mean it's been fun we touched on a lot of good subjects today and you know one thing that i love about this podcast is you know even though i grew up you know with my cousin matt i've known him since day one i've known you since i was a fucking young kid gt like you still learn new things about people all the time mm-hmm. you know have the conversation what is holding you back? You are. There you go. That's all I want to say. Matt, you got anything to close us out with? For me, I'll just mm-hmm. say keep being good people. There you are. Keep, <laughs> keep, keep looking, good people. Keep looking out for each other. You know, at the end of the day, whether we like this or not, we're all we have in this world. You know, what? I, I don't care. You know, stranger, whatever. There's no reason to yeah. be mean, rude, horrible. Like, life is too short. 
to be that way. Be good. Just be a good person. Yeah. Yes, man. So for all of us here at Unabashed Truth Podcast and uh, Unabashed Network affiliates and everything, thank you and peace. Peace. That girl was a slut at Ohio State. <laughs> All right. We'll end it there. <laughs> <laughs>